Hey, happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 90s New. I have no idea what episode we are on this week. Tino, my co-host, do you have any idea? I think we're on, what, 11? Uh, 10, 11. So we're going to go with 10 or 11. I'm thinking it's 11. I kind of <laughs> cheated and just looked over to the side. <laughs> episode 11. So welcome to another episode. As you might have heard, my co-host is Tino, and I am Studio. We thank you for joining us on this Super Bowl Sunday, y'all. What's up, Tino? Yeah, what's up? What's up? It's nice to be here on another night. Great to see all you guys on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Before we start, I'll go ahead and let us know who y'all got in the comments. I don't watch football, so I'm just going to say I got the Steelers. So y'all want to put y'all bets? I got the Steelers. So let's go. Um, I used to watch football. I haven't really watched it for the last couple of years, no particular reason. I didn't realize that it was Super Bowl Sunday. Somebody mentioned it to me in passing. I was like, oh, snap. We should probably move this uh, live up a little bit because I'm sure <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, so I don't really have nobody. So, um, so who you got? I don't have nobody because I have not watched oh. any of it. Yeah, this I see. Year. I see you ain't even catch my joke because the Steelers ain't even in the Super Bowl because Tom Brady. <laughs> right, Tom Brady. <laughs> what was it? Casey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was about to say OKC. Kansas City. That's yep. the Mahomes guy, right? I'm sorry, really bad. I'm not even going to walk down the street. <laughs> and Tom Brady, right? There's something like yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, so I got, what's I got up, the TC? Patriots. So. I see I you, TC. What up? Thank you for joining us this evening. You notice anybody you who's not around point. from week to week, Tino be talking junk about everybody, just so y'all know when y'all on the weeks y'all ain't here. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> never, ever, ever. What was you saying, though, Tino? You was about to say something? <laughs> I was just saying, I got I got the Patriots, man. I got to rock okay. with Tom Brady. Yeah, he kind of have has won, like, what, 14,000 championships? Yeah, you ain't catch that one either, but he's not even on the Patriots anymore. Oh, I didn't even listen to the Patriots part. I just heard Tom Brady and winning. Yeah, you know I think, you won uh, a lot when you just hear them things. He plays for anonymous. He, he plays for who? The Buccaneers. So I think I got the Buccaneers. I just think I got to go with old Tom. Yeah, I just heard he his name. He keeps surprising people year on in, year on out. So I mean, why not another time? Right. <laughs> oh, TC, I didn't know either, and don't even know who's playing. See, a lot of us this year. I think we just haven't. It's been a lot. Twenty twenty was a lot. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's great, but you know, we kind of moving forward, so. I don't feel so bad. Tino, you know. Okay, let's go back to something from last week. So I'm learning Tino's sarcasm. So what I'm going to say last week, we checked out a few things after the stream. Tino was right on one thing. He did say the contours, but I was talking, so I didn't hear him at the same time. So he was right on that. And I'm going to give him 50% on the other one because he did say he didn't know Bobby Brown. But I also learned, he's like, that's sarcasm. So I went back last week and learned his sarcasm. So I didn't do so good, I guess, at the first part of this, but I'll give him fifty percent on the other one because he did say it, but he was being sarcastic. So I'm caught up. Look, Tino one on one effects. I'm still just gonna say I think Studio Hayton. I think she knew it was sarcasm. She just ain't want to give me my credit. It, it's cool though. It, There's a lot cool of things though. I could say in there, but I'm I'm trying to be nicer in 2021. <laughs> so, yes, Tino, just what you said, just just what thank, you thank said, you. kind sir. I'm gonna thank go you. with that. Ting. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get this started because I know there's probably somebody out there who does actually watch football and who, you know, is excited about the Super Bowl. We don't want y'all to miss the Super Bowl. As I said, I'ma watch it. You know, I don't know anybody on the thing, you know, who's been doing well this week, who hasn't. I know Tom Brady, without even watching football, does well. It seems every year, and as Tino said, he's on a different team, so on every team, so that's that's probably a good bet. Didn't the other team, though? I don't know. I was going to say, didn't they win last year or something? I don't know. Oh, uh, 
Let me not Tim, even. Tom Brady didn't win last year? I don't know. Let me not even. I'll just make this worse. <laughs> All right, Georgia. I, I don't know. I don't even know why I start walking out of the street. Like, that don't have to be the special Dude. sports edition. I would do better if this was I'm basketball. A, I'm going to pop out, pop back in the studio. Okay, so Tino's going to jump out for just a minute. He's having a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, so we'll bring him back in in just a minute. While he's getting ready to get his computer reset up or whatever's happening, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the episode. Okay, we got somebody. Larry is also in the building. We want to say welcome to you. He's got the Chiefs. That's Kansas City. All right, so Larry has the Chiefs. So, so far we have a, who did you say, Tino? Are you back in there? Your audio, video good? I got the Patriots. All right, so we got one Patriots. We got one Chiefs. I think TC says she has no idea, like me. So I don't know. We've watched zero games this year. So we got two kind of in the middle. But so far, if you have somebody that you're going for this year, let us know in the chat so we can kind of get this thing going. We got one for each team so far. And at any point in the chat, you can let us know how you feel about it or what side you on. And we'll kind of see uh, where we stand at the end of this. Larry said, Grease, your dad always goes with the ones. Oh, <laughs> that was a two-part comment, y'all. <laughs> the ones with the best helmets. Okay, I guess that's one way All you right, can pick your team. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. But TC, there you go. If y'all didn't know, TC's Grease. Grease is TC, TC, Grease, Grease, TC. Same person. Don't even ask. That's another thing from the Hood Facts book. You know, when people got names <laughs> yep, 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 with yep. names, Grease is TC. Just run with it. Go with it. <laughs> so TC says she going with her daddy. <laughs> so I guess we would have to determine who has the best helmet then. We would have to know mm, that, right? In order for her to actually have a team. Like Super Bowl helmets. Right. We'd have to know who she going with because they can't... got they gotta wait till the game start the first five minutes. When they see the helmets, that's when they know. Okay, so we'll know TC's pick for next <laughs> for next week, apparently. Cause I don't even know what the helmets look like for real, for real. But once again, thank you for joining us on 90s and new. As we said, it's kind of a special one. Didn't realize it was Super Bowl Sunday, but we figured it out. So thanks you for joining us a little early this week. We about to jump into these episodes but if you do have a team that you are pulling for for the super bowl for this year don't be coming afterwards like hey i knew they was gonna win if you don't pick your team beforehand don't don't be coming you know on the bandwagon at the end saying you knew all along oh yeah gotta... like i knew i, I knew all along. i got i got the patriots so i mean you know i know we got a pastor in the chat and all but if anybody want to put some cheese on the side hit me up put your, put your hand out here Put your put your head up there, Tina. Ah! <laughs> Don't tell nobody. But yeah, so y'all can put y'all guests or y'all team y'all pulling pulling for in the chat at any point. In the meantime, we're gonna go ahead and jump into these episodes because we do want to be off of here obviously before the Super Bowl starts, but we are gonna go ahead and jump into a different world as our first show. Larry said, it's the Bucks, not the Patriots. Yes, he's been doing this joke um, since the podcast started. I didn't catch it because I haven't watched anybody. I just heard him say Tom Brady, and all I hear is, like, winning Listen, and Tom Brady together. That's No matter what team is on, it don't, it's the same. It don't even matter. Bucks, Patriots, potato, potato. Hey, put your money where your mouth is, Pastor. Hands. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna see how many he get by the end of the <laughs> by the end of the show. We're gonna see how many Tina get. 
Episode 5 Episode 5 Of A Different World was entitled Three Girls 3 You got them rolling Tino in the chat Episode 5 is called Three Girls 3 and I'm gonna tell y'all We love y'all if y'all if y'all ever catch us And you don't catch the live stream Cause I, knew, I know some people listen on Spotify and Apple Music Amazon Podcast jump on the live stream Sometimes on What Facebook or on our YouTube YouTube. page, Fire One Productions. We have a lot of fun, as you guys can see, and you get to interact with us live in real time. But if you can't do that, still listen to us on the go. However, we're going to jump back into these episodes. I know I said that 27 times, but episode (laughs) five of A Different World was entitled Three Girls Three. Yeah, Three Girls Three. This was kind of a music episode, old school music, you know? This was a little before me. I definitely know Gladys Knight, but this was about tryouts as backup singers for Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight was coming to the college and the ladies, the episode started out with the ladies in the bathroom. They're all singing with each other because they want to be chosen. They have an audition or auditions coming up so that you can be a background singer for Gladys Knight who's coming to the school. Starts out with Whitley and Jaleesa. They doing a little, you know, singing in the bathroom. They do a little duet, harmony, figure out Hey, we sound pretty good together, which always is you find that a lot of times creatives or creative people like a lot of actresses and actors can also sing as well. Or at least they try. You see that on a lot of sitcoms where they'll uh, also try singing. But it starts out with Jaleesa and Whitley. They do a little bit of duet. They like, hey, we don't like each other, but our voices love each other. Let's (laughs) try out (laughs) together. That was like as it was like a. It was like a real awkward moment between them, just like singing back and forth. I'm like, okay, we we got a little something going on. Okay, it was a little something. I was like, okay, okay, now I see y'all. But then we had Opera Girl, who you know is oh. in the shower, and she comes out singing Mad Opera. Like she was good mm-hmm. at opera. Opera, not my favorite genre. It's, it's kind yeah, of me neither. Uh, tough on my ears a little bit, even though it's really. You got to be really good to do it. Um, but opera lady, opera college girl comes out the lady. shower. Yeah. yeah. And, and they hear her and they're like, hey, everybody else is trying out individually. We will be really special if we make our duo a trio. Let's recruit her to be a part of our team. It all seems like that's going to be a really good idea, right? You know, we, we can be really good until they start to practice together. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That was funny though. <laughs> like, Man, when she when she threw the low blow, she was like, "Oh, I guess I can act dumb for one day because they didn't know how to pronounce the word, or because they pronounced the words a different way than she did." Yeah, she was like, "What do they say? Keeping, keep yeah, on keeping keepin on." She was like, "That's not a word. <laughs> keeping's not a word. It's keeping." First red flag, and then she was singing that song. I've really got to you. I was like, "Oh, this is about to be a problem." I hope y'all see the signs of the problems that are to come in moments because she was singing the song the most proper I have heard of. Yeah. So song. Later on in the episode, like, you know, right after that, they went to go perform in like the little dormitory, whatever you call it, in front of all the girls. And when they had that solo, she was a different breed of a singer. She was. She had some soul in her there. She a little sneaky. I don't know. That was a quick change up. And my other thing was, at that point, I got confused. I was like, are they auditioning for a lead, like as an opening act, or are they auditioning as background singers? Because they little dance choreographed oh, yeah. thing and they little song. I didn't think it was that bad. 
And then Kim was like, what you doing? Like they had just done something terrible. But I was like, I think they're auditioning as backup. Maybe it was just corny. Like maybe that's what they thought back then. It was just corny. But yeah, I didn't think it was bad either. I mean, they had some choreography and whatnot. Yeah, they didn't sound terrible. I was like, hey, that's what you would be in the background. But then she just, yeah, as a solo artist, (laughs) she just took it to another level. (laughs) And like Tino said, all that opera and everything went out the window. And suddenly she's like the best soul singer and jazzy and pop and all those. She can suddenly do all that when she's got the stage. But then we find out she's quite mean because they meet in the the room. Or self-centered, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Self-centered. She was kind of arrogant or prideful. Like, like TC said, keeping, keeping. Yeah, keep on, <laughs> keeping on. I was like, yo, and like Tino keep said, keeping on. That was the line when she said, um, I guess I can sound dumb for charity. Like, I also, yes. Tino, with that line, I was like, okay, this this girl a trip. She's okay, like, people. hold up, pause the music. One second. <laughs> I'm surprised Whitley didn't have a rebuttal either. Whitley was funny, though, because when they had the meeting after the girl was kind of showing out for everybody in the dorm, she was like, oh, that's me. What she say? Stuffy and uh, frumpy and stuffy. Oh, that's us. <laughs> frumpy and stuffy. The girls start going in on the choreography. The girls start going in on uh, the dress because Jaleesa had gone out and spent her love money to try to design them some outfits. She was like, yeah, you're frumpy. And then basically you're stiff and stuffy. <laughs> she was like, "Oh yeah, that's us. Oh, <laughs> stiff, frumpy, and stuffy, or something like that." I was like, "So Whitley was definitely the comic relief in there." So obviously the group broke up, or I guess they well, weren't really a group, but they decided not to audition together as a trio, even though they sound—I thought they sounded really, really good. They just couldn't get along. And then they go to the audition. Yeah. Cause uh, and then, what was the? Do we ever get the girl's name? Oh, what was her name? Yeah, the, we did. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, oh, it was Angela. It was like a Angela, real little, Angela. Yeah, Angela, Angela. But yeah, so Angela started her own group. Was her group? I forgot if she had a trio or not, or if she just did. Uh, she did. She was. <laughs> yeah, I think she did start a trio. <laughs> she went and she went and got her own group. Took the idea, went and got her hmm. own group, and that's and actually Whitney how they was, ended up winning. Yeah, Whitley was pissed off. Yeah, she so if you didn't see it, they that. won. What was her name? Angela Wynn started her own group, like Tina was saying. That group, the new group that Angela made, she made it was her and then two guys. They actually ended up winning. And then what were you saying yeah. about Willie going off, Tino? Yeah, so Willie pretty much went off in like towards uh Gladys Knight. <laughs> yeah. Who was actually in the episode. Like, how are you gonna go off on Gladys Knight? Like what? <laughs> but I she love her to call. She said, calm down. This ain't Miss America. But did you peep how she said it, though? That was the part I loved about Gladys Knight. She just walked over there super cool, like, calm yeah, down, she, girl. She, <laughs> she ain't even trick. Gladys Knight was like, I done been here before. You you tripping or turned up over nothing. So that was hilarious because she was just super chill. But, yeah, I felt kind of bad because it, it kind of felt like the bad guy won in the episode. Yeah, it did. It did. But, I mean, they ended the episode off with a scene if they, so that was pretty cool. Uh, so it was like seeing... we still saw if they were the ones because they had the uh, oh. they had the dream with Whitley and Jaleesa and Gladys Knight performing together. Yeah, so that I was... think that's how the show ended. It did. They that's... had the little music video, and then they had tied up in a little fantasy music video. They had her tied up like in the back or something like that. 
And yeah, yeah TC said, Willie is always doing the most. And yes, <laughs> she was. Because <laughs> she was going in. She like, look, look, we ain't do all this for nothing. And you stole our idea. But I like how, and we'll see that also, I think, in the next episode, how they're beginning to shape the characters a lot more and give them a lot more depth. Because uh, at first, yeah. remember in season one, they just kind of made Willie real, real snotty and unlikable in almost all ways. But now they're right. starting to give the characters more emotion and more yeah, depth. Sure. Oh, it's different. Yeah. Right, right. Which is cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, anything else you remember from that particular episode, Three Girls 3? Nah, that, that was a pretty straightforward episode. It was all right, I guess. Oh, I just remember one more thing. Dwayne and Ron. So, Ron is a bit of a slacker, we're seeing at this point. And Dwayne is dependent on him to get him a ticket to the Gladys Knight show. Ron is like, yeah, I got you. Obviously, he put this girl on the list before his friend. Dwayne's like, you going to play me and put her before me? Ron is basically like, yeah, but you just come around the spotlight. Bruh, I got you. You going to get in the place. You going to have a ticket. But Ron being Ron does not come through side story uh Freddie who we see in these episodes this season who Tino still doesn't really like Freddie but Freddie <laughs> likes Dwayne she has an extra ticket but Dwayne thinks he has a ticket they go through that whole little spill Ron as always does not come through because he's a slacker and who would think that a professional person would bring their own professional people to work on their <laughs> on their concert he can't get Dwayne in but Freddie has a ticket that all oh Freddie Dwayne they run off together because she has a ticket and kind of saves the day so that was the other little story that ran through that episode of different world I thought it was cool one thing I will say about Freddie Freddie was ahead of her time which made her seem kind of weird for back then Freddie was kind of like people are now, like with the hair, the really natural hair. Tino will come back in in a second, y'all. He's been having some technical difficulties with her, with his um, with his camera, but he'll be back in in a second. Um, TC said, "Oh, Tino, this is for you." TC said, "You don't like Freddie? I love her goofy self." I d- <laughs> yeah, she's. I just, I'm not a fan. T- I'm just not a fan of. I'm not a fan of Freddie. She's just too, and I think it's because she's younger than most of the cast in the show, even though they're all realistically older. I think she just acts like a 15-year-old when she's in college. (laughs) And what I was going to say about her, she was so ahead of her time, I think, because what seemed like strange back then, because she was very natural, went to natural things with the hair. She had the red hair with the curly and everything that has begun to be in style now. That was like her way back in the early 90s. So I thought that oh. was another thing. Yeah, that was interesting. Like she was way, way ahead of the game. So yeah, it's funny how when you look back at stuff, how times change and things like that. But yeah, Freddie. Yeah, it just re- it just repeats itself, trends and stuff like that. <laughs> and Freddie, I think, took a while to grow on me when I first watched the series. Like watching it back through, mm-hmm. I love her now because each of the characters brings some different angle or element. But yeah, I think she did. Right, yeah, take a while. It's to probably like the more I watch the show, the more I'll start to appreciate her i guess but as of right now it's she, she ain't it she ain't it <laughs> we'll give you some time we'll, we'll, give, <laughs> we'll give you some time to see if it see if she changes her uh impact on you with that we'll move on to episode six episode six of a different world which is the first series we're talking about today was entitled if you like P- pilgrim coladas i was about to sing the pina coladas song but if you like pilgrim coladas was the name of the song it was kind of a thanksgiving 
episode of Thanksgiving special and it centered around everyone, what they were doing with their Thanksgiving, whether they were trying to get home or if they were staying. This episode was pretty much about that. We had a few dynamics happening. The first was Walter driving Jaleesa home to Eric, who was his longest distance boyfriend that we still haven't seen. I don't, I don't get their relationship, but it's like, Walter is just like continually to try to like get with Jaleesa, why she has a boyfriend to convince her that he's better than the boyfriend. But he's, I guess he's, he's trying, he's trying to send bad news, Walter Oates. He's, he's trying his little, his little game. So he had a whole plan <laughs> And we had Mr. Gaines. Like we said, Mr. Gaines, you love him because he always going to tell you the truth. Probably in a mean way, but in a funny way. But he always looking out for you. So he like, yeah, you really yeah. about to drive the woman you love or whatever you said to her boyfriend, basically? Dummy? Walter <laughs> had this whole plan in his mind that he was going to win her over on the way there. He ends up with some other people in the car because Freddie, hmm. Tino's favorite character, was flying standby home for Thanksgiving and she ended up standing by, as she said, because <laughs> all the flights were booked because it's Thanksgiving. Then we had Dwayne, who also was trying to get home. His roommate ended up being sick, I believe, and could not drive. I mean, his, his driver or whoever he was riding with ended up being sick. Right, yeah. Drive home. So Walter gave him bus money at first, but the buses were all booked, so he couldn't take the bus home. So they ended up riding with... <laughs> Freddie, so you get a car, Walter, Jaleesa, Freddie, and Dwayne. That's the one story. And then the other storyline is Whitley and Kim. Whitley didn't want to go with her dad, who we remember the episode with Monica. She still, even though they kind of made up on that one episode, she still ain't feeling Monica, you can tell. So she didn't want to go with her dad and Monica. And then her mom. They don't talk a lot about her mom yet, but... She was like, nah. Yeah, yeah. I just remember calling her mom. I think she called her mom in the episode. She kind of like blew her off. Yeah. So, yeah. So, she didn't want to go home. And then we had Kim, who turns out, I think they, they said at one point in the episode, or previous episode, her mom was a bookkeeper and her dad was a cop. Mm-hmm. But they must not make that much money because she couldn't afford to go home for Thanksgiving. Which I can understand that. And plus, the Thanksgiving breaks were short for school. Because right. I remember when I had went away for a year, uh, college out of state, I didn't go home for Thanksgiving because the break was so short and it wasn't really worth the money, but Christmas break was much longer. Um, that makes so sense. Whitley and Kim end up staying. TC says, I work with a guy who reminds me so much of Gaines. Oh, that's hilarious because I love Mr. Gaines. And he's so funny. Um, the, the old man? Yeah. Yeah, the shop owner guy, yeah. Yeah, cause you can tell he's the kind who will always look out for you. Especially if you're a lady, and they played that up in the episode, too. But he gonna, Always going to keep it real. <laughs> yeah, he going to tell you off if he need to um, also. But we had Whitley and Kim staying. Kim has a breakdown because she misses her family. She had, like, the super ugly cry breakdown. <laughs> I was like, mm, Whitley. This is where we see the other, we start to see the other side of Whitley, though. Yeah, we did. I mean, we saw you. You mentioned time and time again. Just you know, Whit- Whitley has her moments in episodes where you feel bad for her. And this, I guess, I guess this was one of them because I like, I like, I actually like this episode a lot. But she pretty much calmed her down. She was like, "We ain't gonna be sad. Let's get up and get out." You like how she put that towel on there though? She like, I know you got the ugly cry going. You are gonna be like <laughs> draining, and you not about to drain on the shirt. That's a good friend. Like she grabbed the towel real quick and let it. Yeah, that was a good cry. gesture. 
But she's like, suck it up, because we're not about to do this for the whole time we're here. We're going to go eat this turkey roll. Why was not? Why was Mr. Gage not making turkey? He was making like a turkey roll or something else that wasn't turkey. I'm like, uh-huh. You got to have the mix. Yeah, so they finally decide, hey, we want to have fun on Thanksgiving. Turns out Kim has a fake <clears throat> ID. And they decide to go out and have some fun instead of just going to the pit. They go to, what was that? Like a restaurant or a club or a lounge? I, don't I want to say it was probably a club or okay. a bar or something. Like something of that sort. Club, bar, something like that. Okay, so they make it out there. We have a waiter who, this is where they got the title from. Um, Kim tries to order a beer because <laughs> she has no idea about drinks because she has a fake ID and she's underage. I think the waiter is pretty much like, yeah, that's not you. You're underage. Yeah, he, he caught on quick. <laughs> He's like, I'll bring you our special pilgrim coladas. He brings them both pilgrim coladas. <laughs> Kim is trying to act like she's well-versed in all things. Like, oh, yeah, I haven't had that in forever. Yeah, you can see from I had that in forever. Let's get the pilgrim colada. <laughs> and the waiter, the waiter just walked off like, he was like, these idiots. <laughs> yeah, stupid kids with a stupid thing I knew. So Kim starts to loosen up. She finds her a guy who to go dance with and have a little bit of fun. Whitley drinks both of the Pilgrim Coladas, and then she turns into, like, a much more exciting Whitley Gilbert. Yeah, Whitley thought she was drunk. She, <laughs> she did, which they don't even tell you that she's not drunk. First off, yeah. Tino, I want to ask you this. Have you ever heard of the show New York Undercover? Or does anybody in the chat remember the show New York Undercover? I have not. Okay, yeah, it's a pretty old show. We used to love watching that show. But the guy from the band who was playing La Bamba and who Whitley went to talk to. He was actually a very famous actor from the series New oh. York Undercover. We always used to think him and I think it was Malik Yoba. It's like, oh, they're so handsome. People look different when you get a little bit older, but if you used to watch New York Undercover, give us a shout out in the chat. But he was the guy who Whitley went to talk to who was playing the keyboard la, up la, there. La, 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 bamba. I know at first when she got over there, I'm like, okay, can Whitley not sing? And then five seconds later, she's like doing this whole solo set. And I'm like, okay, she can sing. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> and sing that song the way you just sang it. Because that brings up another funny thing. <laughs> la, 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 bamba, da, 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 Where do you know da, that song from? I don't know. I heard it before, though. It's a popular song. And I don't know why I know it either. I know. I, I mean, I know I know it from the movie. Because they had a movie, La Bamba. If you ever just feel like being in a sad mood, feel free to watch the movie, La Bamba. Because uh, it was a really good movie, but really sad. But the original song, Ricky, what was his name? Ricky Valens, I think. The original song, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. came out in like the 60s or 70s. But somehow I knew the song. I don't think it was just from the movie, but I definitely knew it from the movie. But we used to sing it Richie that same Valens. way. Richie Valens, I'm sorry. We used to sing it that same way. La, 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 Bamba. Those are not the words. <laughs> What is it? La 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 bamba da 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 da. da we used to da, sing that da, same da, thing. Da, da. Para, para bailar, la bamba. Se necesita. Para la bailar. Para. P a r a. La 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 bamba da. He's giving you instructions to a dance. It means to dance the bamba. We used to always oh, say la 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 bamba. <laughs> And I thought about the rest of the lyrics. We used to slaughter that song because even the part where I was singing Spanish, I was making up words that did not go there. 
You heard me just now. <laughs> but what's so funny is that's the exact way we used to sing it. We, we used to sing it back in the day. That's why I thought it was hilarious when I heard you sing it. You know, you know some of them songs, like, you just, you make up your own lyrics and you just go with the flow. You just. We all did. It's, yeah. I think we all some did it for that one. Like that, and that was one of them. But yeah, I liked, uh, what did TC say? That's a reference to New York Undercover. See, TC used to watch it. Oh. Yes, Malik Yoba had them ashy dry lips. I'm sorry. I'm from. Never mind. It's a. It's a. <laughs> but, it's an old show. It's like a. Uh, what's a show compared to today? Oh, I can't think of like the, all the cop shows that are out now. Of course, I can think of none of them because I'm trying. Yeah, to I was gonna them. say like. Um, uh... <laughs> There's so many. It's like why can't I can't think of one either. Yeah, on the spot. I don't know why that happens, but it's like they the cop numbers, shows like that are something out. Something ninety-five, something eighty-five. Yeah, like a NYPD Blue. Was that a cop show? I don't know. But anyway, hilarious. <laughs> TC's comment, if you're listening on the stream and can't see it, says, what? I never knew that. I'm going to have to Google it. Everyone sung it like that. La, 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 la. <laughs> la, 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 bamba. So if you didn't know before, we were all singing that song wrong this whole time. There are actual words in the first line of that song. They're all Spanish words. I like our version. Para bailar la bamba is the first line, not la, 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 Para bailar la bamba, necesito da, ti, da, tu, da, da. Or you can sing Tino's Hood Facts, remix version that he's singing right now. But how we got into that was from the Different World episode. The guy, Raymond, Raymond in the band, he was the guy from New York Undercover. I can't remember his actual name, but he's saying that song. Whitley comes up there. She remixes it into Shake It Up, Baby, Shake It Up, Baby, which was funny and turns into this whole karaoke session. Yeah, I rewinded that song. I like that whole set. I rewinded that like like three times. I'm like, I like that song. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I thought it was funny. And Whitley went in on it. I guess that song was originally by the Top Notes. Um, and then it was redone by the Isley Brothers eventually. But Whitley was doing it. She was up on the, the was, bar and the tables. And she was, was going to say it was dancing. redone by Whitley for the third time. Oh, okay. Whitley <laughs> yeah, Whitley. And it was actually redone in real life by some other people. I think the Beatles did it at some point and some other folks. Oh, but, um, yeah, Whitley redid it, as Tino said, and she really went for it. She was on the table and totally outside of herself and having fun, probably trying to impress uh, Ramon. And... She was drunk. Well, just high off life. Let's say that. Yeah. There was another problem, though, with it. It looked fun. Hmm. But then Kim, she didn't plan to join the song or the karaoke, but she spotted someone in the crowd and it was cute how they integrated her in because she goes up there to participate in Whitley's song to try to cue her into the fact that Colonel Taylor is in the club or bar or whatever we've determined this place is that they are but it was cool because he didn't even you know he didn't come in like a dad and just bust them up he just stood in the background and was laughing I think he was enjoying the show he was he was he was laughing they made eye contact he didn't like face he was just like I'm just watching y'all have fun y'all chilling (laughs) Yeah, so that was cool. And he, I think he wasn't fake used drunk. to seeing, uh, yeah, TC said fake drunk. I think he wasn't used to seeing Whitley like that. So I think it was yeah. funny, too, that she was kind of out of her shell. But obviously, what'd you say? TC said she was fake drunk. Yeah, I know, I know a few <laughs> people who did who acted that way before. I'm like, dude, that's water. What you, you the same? Like, nothing happened. <laughs> that, that Pilgrim Colada, that Pilgrim Colada <laughs> was <Colada>. strong. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he catches them because she shimmies and shakes her way back to where he is. They see him. Then they try to hurry up and run as if he's not just going to follow them <laughs> because he works at the college. But before they can leave, creepy guy is in the Creep. building. And he tries to, what's the word, accost her? Or like, you can't I, leave, we, baby. You hot. They made a really shake cheese. It, shake it, shake it, shake it, baby. Where you going, baby? Shake it. <laughs> Colonel Taylor came through. He like, you don't know. I've been in the military. Like, you don't want to mess with me. All I do is like, get your own girl. Back up, dog. Now, you know they're going to come with the old man. Get out of my face, old man. But this one was way less cheesy than we had Family Matters in weeks ago where the grandma was flipping the six-foot guy. Colonel Taylor's in this was a lot more believable when I was feeling it. Like, it yeah, get creepy guy. Get him up. Get him up out of here. She was just like one pinky. Yeah. And he, he was like on the ground. Then he told him like, little kid, act right. Yeah. He, like, he, yeah. Like, he was like, act right, young man. So I thought that What's was. What's gotten into you? I like how they did that. And then the girls try to scurry back to their dorm. He, of course, follows them there because he knows where they live. I love it how Whitley tried to, as soon as she heard the knock on the door, skirt up the steps right quick. Like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. You take this one, man. I got to go. Yeah, Colonel Taylor came in. But he was cool, just like that time some episodes ago in season one, that Letty was cool. Colonel Taylor was cool. He had understood. This is where he reveals to Whitley, who didn't know that she had drank an, a non-alcoholic beverage because she thought she was drunk. So she's like, I'm so sorry, quote unquote. I don't usually act like this, but I was drunk due to that drink. He like, girl, them was non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah, she didn't believe it either. She's like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> no, uh, Notably, Whitley had to come to terms with the fact that that might just be her and a part of her personality that yeah. she didn't know about or didn't want other people to know about. But Colonel Taylor's cool and he's trying to make them feel better and he doesn't tell on them because Letty of course came back right after the fact came home early and he's just like ah nothing happened just checking on them have a good night Letty's kind of hood smart street smart she knows yeah, she something's happened yeah, yeah but she's she... like I'm tired I'm going to bed but cool episodes anything else you can oh no 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 there was another thing um coming back Jaleesa and Walter oh, okay, yeah. so it turns out Hey, it might have worked out for Walter because it sounds like Jaleesa and Eric, which we kind of figured wasn't a good relationship anyway, the long distance they was having, they mutually sound like they broke up. Yeah, so I, it did work for Walter. Yay. Guess and, you see what happens from here on out. Right. He didn't even have to do anything. He just drove over there, asked some questions, drove him home. We got the, of course, the ones in the back, they snooping and listening, pretending they sleep, but... <laughs> That was a cool little wrap up to the show. Anything else from that, those two episodes before we move over to Family Matters? No, I think that's everything. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So moving on over to Family Matters. This week we have in season one, Family Matters, episodes 18 and episode 19. Episode 18 was entitled Sitting Pretty. You want to change that lovely graphic in the back? Tino always has the cool graphics. Oh, no, I like the. You gonna keep? Okay, go ahead and keep yeah. it. We gonna hit that shoe corner quick. So let me speed this up. I mean, a little <laughs> while. So let me speed this up just a little bit. I see you got shoes galore happening. But um, episode eighteen was entitled "Sitting Pretty." Steve enters <laughs> at the beginning. Steve changed his shoes. Speaking of shoes, Steve was rocking the red chucks. He usually got some bowling shoes on, which he had. In I noticed. That boy Steve was out here drippy, man. He was, he was rocking the red chucks. 
I was with him for one episode because, as you see in the next episode, he was back to the bowling shoes. But props for the Red Chucks in the one episode. Um, he comes in being Steve, and he's trying to get somebody to go with him to the rock show, I think it was. Yeah. But the funny thing about the opening to me was not Steve. It was Lil Richie. Now, babies yeah. or kids at that time are learning their name and learning about the world. I'm wondering, this child, the actor, I don't know his name, He's a little kid, and they keep calling him Richie, but his real life name is not Richie. So I wonder, is this oh. little boy back there, was he confused about who he really was or what his real name was, or did he think that he had a nickname named Richie? Because all these people on the show on which he's an actor keep calling him Richie, but his real life name was not Richie. So I'm I just wonder curious. if he was confused about that. That's that's. I never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Why they keep saying Richie? He probably was confused because you saw his face when Steve went up to him and asked if, if asked if he wanted to go to the rock show. He did. He was looking like he was looking like she's talking about Willis. <laughs> Poor little boy was probably just confused for years until he could actually talk, talk, and have stuff explained to him. The people calling him Richie at his job, even though he's one or less. And I just thought about that because you're right. He did give him this strange look of like. Yeah, that face was it was hilarious. <laughs> or like, why my mama just dropped me off right here? So that was that was a funny part of the opening to me. The first episode was mostly um, centered around Carl's. Well, a couple things. The sitting pretty. The sitting pretty was um, babysitting. So Laura, you know, yeah. is super entrepreneurial. She wants to be the businesswoman, even though she's super young. She always trying to figure out way to get that money get that business going so she's she like babysitting she starts this babysitting business she was ahead of her time she was kind of trying to do like the uber or the like uh doordash of babysitting babies <laughs> <laughs> but Back man to... her business plan was magnificent so she's pretty much doing what a lot of big companies do now they just start a company and they act like they're the ones doing the work but they just outsource everything and they just take a percentage of that profit doing no work <laughs> that's what i'm saying all she was missing was the app she was yeah. like babysit hub she just contracted out her people like she was ahead yeah. of her time she would be babysit uh hub she just right needed now. some loyal some loyal friends and she would have been good <laughs> yeah see so here's the problem she starts this babysitter thing and as tino is alluding to she ran into some problems because on this particular weekend because her business sounded like it was booming but there was apollo abdul so I think between Bobby Brown and Paula Abdul, those are the musical clearances of this show so far. But Paula Abdul seems to be throwing a surprise concert in the city. And now everyone's going. I want to know how she's throwing this surprise concert because it didn't sound like a small venue yeah. at all. It sounded like an entire stadium or some type. But I'm like, do you surprise concert in a stadium? Is it free or are you just popping like that? Um, Every kid in the high school was going, so I guess everybody got money, <laughs> unless uh, it was free. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. So that threw off Laura's babysitting thing. So now she got all these kids that she decides to reroute to her house. So now mm -hmm. she going to babysit all the kids at her house that should have been in everybody else's house. Judy is along for this ride. Poor Judy. I kind of see why eventually she's not on the show because it seems like they're having trouble writing her into the show or giving right. her stuff to do on the show because usually it's about Eddie or Laura's sibling and then Judy's just kind of tagging along, which we'll see if she gets more um, going. Larry said, I used to have jobs babysitting when I was in my teens. 
Oh, four to five. Yeah, you were, you were doing it. You just needed to outsource, like Laura. You know, yeah, you could have had the babysitter. Your cousins, yo, yo, everyone. I got babies for y'all to watch, and I give y'all twenty dollars. When in reality, you making eighty dollars. See there, it could have turned out like Laura's turned out, where all these thousand kids end up at the house. And the reason why this is bad is because the other storyline that was happening in the show was Carl. Carl has a new boss, and Carl oh. also wants to make lieutenant, and he has to impress his new boss, who's the captain, Captain Davenport, um, in order to be lieutenant. He still hasn't learned the sitcom lesson that being yourself, you know, is usually what wins people over and makes people successful. So he tries to do everything to impress him, like pretend like he knows how to fish and he wants to make his favorite food. And he invites him to dinner without telling Harriet, which Harriet is really pleased about. Um, so <laughs> we got these two things happening. So he's coming over for dinner. They're trying to hustle, get a dinner together. Yep. So they're running out to get that. And at the same time, Laura has invited all these kids to the house. You know that's going to be a bit of a problem. Yes. I mean, there's a lot of sitcom lessons that you can learn <laughs> along the way. That's one of them. The be yourself lesson tends to work out. He wasn't ready to take that lesson yet. So it Don't just invite so 20 kids to your house, lesson number two. That's that. That's Yeah, that should be, <laughs> that should be an obvious lesson, huh? When, when I agree with... Know? I agree with Larry. Larry said I like, uh, I like Judy. I like Judy, too. She's funny. Yeah, she the, is. The two seconds of screen time she has, she's funny. Yeah, and I don't even think she's a bad character. I think they're just they're just finding it hard, like they're not putting her in. They're not giving that her that many lines, or they're not writing right. stories around her at all, or any of her problems or not problems. She's just kind of there, like sprinkled in here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Larry said, "Single college parents, way underpaid." What does that mean, Tino? Oh, he was referring to, uh, he said he worked four, four to five ba babysitting jobs. He was oh. saying he had to, to pick up some of the slack. Yeah, about so that. He, he, he was a grinder out there. Is that what was happening? I think, no. Was... No, I totally don't think that's it. It could be. <laughs> Maybe he'll explain to us. <laughs> you could be right. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he, he'll care to explain to us. But anyhow, so all these kids are running around the house, tearing up the house. The little boy that was getting on my nerves and he wasn't even doing it to me, but I was ready to, you know, I, I wouldn't really do this to the children, but I'm just saying it's TV. I was ready to knock the little boy out, the one who kept shooting Carl in the head. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that little boy. Oh, he clarified. Larry said, yeah, yes. single college parents were the ones who hired him, so they didn't have a lot okay, of money to okay. pay him. So they was probably getting over. You're a nice guy. That's oh, you nice. Are. Yeah, that He's is really working nice. working for pennies on the dollar. Pennies on the dollar. Now he's so blessed. That's probably why he don't do that job and stopped. That's how you do it. <laughs> Generosity gets you places. <laughs> but yeah, that little boy, he was getting on my nerves. He kept running and shooting Carl in the that head. That boy is funny because I think it was so ironic because Carl is a cop. So like <laughs> the fact that like the boy came up, he was like friend or foe. And Carl was just saying all this other stuff. And he was like, pop, like you're a cop. You're supposed to interrogate your way out. <laughs> Talk your way out this situation. <laughs> he, he failed. Ter he failed terribly. The little boy was hilarious. I just imagined <laughs> me being at that house and me trying to get away from that little boy over and over again. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to have to go breathe a little bit. So they had kids go, kids gone wild. 
at the house, all type of toys and screaming and yelling. Then Harriet does the, you know, mom thing, kind of like moms do. And she's yeah, like, yeah. hey, you do this, you do that, you go upstairs, you do this. And she tries to get some order to the chaos before the captain comes to the house. And she, they and are- it worked for 10 minutes, 5 minutes, uh, it, it did. 5, 4. <laughs> Seemed peaceful and quiet. And then they had dinner going, so she got the dinner going, the kids upstairs. The captain comes over. Carl is having an awkward sit on the couch with his boss. I don't think it could have been more awkward. They're like, hey, man, hey, man, what you doing? Man, what you doing? I mean, awkward city. I think unless you really know your boss, it would be awkward anyway. And at your house. And then Carl was trying to be super overly impressive for him. And it just wasn't working well. He thought he had done a good job with the dinner. He cooked his favorite. But the guy was like, yeah, you see that. But now it just causes health. Too fat. Yeah, yeah, and then he called me. So he he did, he did. He patted on the stomach. Maybe you should cut that, cut back on that too, Carl. I'm like, all right, uh, he's, he's pretty. Colonel's pretty mean. All right, but uh, but yeah. So then the kids came out and they saved the day. They did. How ironic. They did. The kids. It turns out that his boss, because they went in the kitchen. If you didn't see the episode, then they like, hey. Uh, there's kids in here. What happened to the boss? He, they go out there. He's tied up on the table and all the kids are surrounded him. But it turns out he likes kids, which is great. And he's playing the game. They didn't like, I don't know, create a kid mutiny. He's actually enjoying playing the game. And that makes him like Carl. I don't know where they were hopping off to and all the kids ran to. I don't know what room that was, but I think the boss had never been there. And he's like, I'm just going to go run around your house. I thought that was hilarious too. I was like, I wonder what that room leads to that they're going in the bedroom or I don't care. I'm going in. I'm welcome. He's like, I'm the boss. So I'm gonna do boss stuff. Um, so that part of it works out. That's kind of how they bought a conclusion to that. The, uh, Oh, and they're like, Laura. Yeah. Business. I understand. We like it. Not for you right now. No more babysitting. No more business. She understood that. She did. The other storyline was Rachel. Rachel is dating. Um, cause she's a widow. She's mm-hmm. going out on a date with a guy, but she hasn't told the guy that she has Richie. And she's like, every time I tell a guy that I have children, last time he made me take <laughs> take the bus home, I think, or something crazy. So she hasn't told her date that she has a child. And she goes out on another date, and she decides, hey, I'm going to tell him about my child. The funny part was they go out on that other date. They come back to her house. Oh, she decides yeah. <laughs> to tell him, like, hey, I want to tell you, you know, I have a kid or something. I'm a mom. They go in the house. There are 40,000 kids. And they're like, all these kids, your kids? At first, he's like, oh, Rachel, it's fine, yada, yada, yada. He was like, hold on. Wait a, wait a minute. Hold on. I would have been like, lady. Uh, you don't got to ride the bus, but I'm out. I'll ride the right. bus if I got you. That was just the worst timing that could ever be. Because if you walk into a house, somebody just told you, you didn't know they had kids, and they just told you, then I walk in and see a whole daycare in your house. Yeah, I'm like, uh, maybe it could have worked, maybe two, three, but like 10, 20. Um, I'm sorry, that's nah. <laughs> I'm straight. <laughs> Larry said that is such a dated sitcom series. Yeah, these <laughs> days, I mean, you would probably 
going out with somebody, especially if you're of a certain age, you already have the expectation, unless they're very young, that they probably have right. children. Not that it doesn't happen because I do not have children. And I am definitely of an older age, but most of the time people are going to have children. So I think it does date the series quite a bit at this point but she tells him she's like nah the only one that's mine is Richie and he's like oh it's okay I wouldn't leave you at the bus station happy happy sitcom stuff mwah 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 lovey dubby dubby and that was pretty much that um so yeah Carl's boss loved children that gave him points um Laura no more um no more babysitting and then uh the guy I forgot his name who went out on a date with her is like cool i mean so that was pretty much everything they closed it out with carl's mom shooting <laughs> carl with the little pop gun <laughs> which was funny but i think that was pretty much it for that episode and yeah, yes was... really no children for me are you laughing at me right now <laughs> <laughs> yes no I, I have them in doses i love them in very small doses like hey love you have fun go home like, I'll see the kids for an hour, but I don't want to live with them for... <laughs> What's funny is I always be like, man, but now that I'm old, I'm starting to reconsider a little bit. So I'm like, hmm, when I get old, wait a minute, who's going to take care of me? These are things you don't start to think about until you get a little bit older. Like, wait a minute, there, there's a process to this. But, you know, that I guess that just means, you know, I had to, re I had to rethink about that at a later date. Um, Evaluate. Yeah, reevaluate. Then the last episode from this week was Family Matters season one, episode nineteen, called "In a Jam." That one started off with the VCR thing. I guess Steve is super smart, but he he got smarter as the series went on because he's helping Carl and Eddie fix this VCR. That also dates us back a little bit with the technology VCRs weren't used, but he helps them fix it. His fixing with the cross wires actually shuts down the power in the whole house. So he's not quite genius yet. He's right. smart enough to know the wires cross, but Steve wasn't quite all the way there with the genius. Uh, but he's on his way. But the other problem that he had in the show was he's got a bully. Mm. Steve Urkel with a bully. Hmm. Who would have known? Yeah, poor so Steve. So unexpected. And if you think about it, everyone's a bully to Steve. But They are. <laughs> That's he had point. like a super bully, I guess you could say. An aggressive bully, let's say that. That's a really <laughs> sad and incredibly accurate point, Tino. Everybody's a bully. They're like his friend bullies, which is not yeah. good. They laugh at him, not with him. Let's say that. Or they laugh with him, not at him. And then this guy just wanted to fight him. Ironically, his bully's name was Bull. That no, I meant, at, I meant at him. Oh, his friends laugh at him? Yeah. Yeah, because they're not oh. really his friend. Like, I'm in at him. <laughs> That's even worse. This is getting sadder and sadder. But, um, yeah, we had uh, Steve's bully, Bull, who it, well, he hired, Steve hired Eddie for $10 to protect him from the bully. Eddie's like, oh, little seventh graders. I ain't worried about no little seventh graders. I'll do it. Show up to the restaurant. No bully. Steve, I gotta go. You know, I did my part. No bully. You good. You good. I'll take my $10. Thanks. Bully shows up after Eddie leaves. We didn't know little seventh grade bully, Bull, is Shaquille O'Neal in seventh grade. Like, Debo. Yeah, he, he like, yeah, Debo. Debo to seventh grade. Do, 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 do. I'm like, yo. And 
his bully bull looked like he had been through some hard times in the streets. Like he yeah. didn't look look like seventh grade had been hard on him. Bull been through it. Boy, like, you sure you go to school? Cause you look like you've been in them streets. So it turns out his bully is a lot more of a threat um, than he anticipated. And you look, did you see him compared to Steve? <laughs> I, yeah, it was like like <laughs> like waist level. <laughs> He's tiny compared to Steve. So Steve is like, I'm tired of being picked on. Um, I'm not giving you my money anymore. You're not going to keep picking on me. You're not going to keep bullying me. I'm not giving you my lunch money anymore. Dude was like, all right, bet. I am going to fight you. <laughs> Straight to the point. Be here then tomorrow. You got, yeah, you got the classic, meet me here tomorrow, 12 p.m. Bring yourself. It's going down. <laughs> like, no, Debo of the seventh grade. Shaq of the seventh grade, like, why, why? Larry said he was seven, 17 held back since the Carter presidency. <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, what was his name? Rodney. Rodney said that. Rodney did say that. I had to, I had to rewind it because uh, Bull, when he pushed him over, I, did, I was like, is that Rodney? He pushed him over into or some other kid, but it was Rodney. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where you kind of see they are a little bit of Steve's friends because it's like, oh, okay. Because mm -hmm. everybody's like, man, you can't let Steve get beat up. You can't right, let, right. I mean, they feel bad for him. Ain't, they all ain't about to stand in the fight to try to keep the bully from him. But they like, Eddie. Yeah, so, so, so Eddie had that, he had, he had that heart to heart with his dad to figure out what he should do. You know, as Carl was just saying, he he's not saying, he really didn't, I guess he helped him, but he, he pretty much gave him like, I want you to make the final decision. It was right. like, I don't want you to just beat the guy up. I don't want you to just stand up for Steve. I don't want you to just run away. But all of those things are right at the same time. So you just got to figure out what you know what's best in the situation. And that's what Eddie did, too. Yeah, and I thought it was cool because he, was gui he guided him to make his own decision. And the part right. that was so, like, I was like, oh, when um, Steve. Oh, yeah, that's another line Steve had the hilarious saying. Steve said, a man got to do yeah, what a man's got to do. <laughs> The part that got me, though, was like, because uh, you find this a lot in life in general, because I try to pull life lessons, even though we watch this, you know, just for entertainment and whatnot. But a lot of times until you're in a situation, the situation can seem so easy to you yeah. if you've never been in it. And I felt so sorry for Steve's little character when he was like, you don't know what it's like to be small. And I was like, oh, Steve, he's like, I'm tired of running. And I felt so, I'm like, oh, Steve, that's so true. No one has been in that situation, but you, you got the bounce back, <laughs> but everybody has a limit. I'm tired of getting picked on. I can't do anything about the fact that I'm different and I'm small and I'm about to stand up for myself, even though I know I'm probably going to lose by a mile. Um, so yeah. I was like, okay, Steve. And then you had the heart to heart. Yeah. Laura's like, <laughs> what you going to do? So. Eddie has this contemplation of what the right thing is to do. Should I go fight, in essence, should for I Steve? Stay or should I go? Yeah, so they had a little standoff at the restaurant. The friends yeah. are standing around seeing what's going to happen. Uh, Steve is there like, hey, I'm, I'm going down <laughs> fighting or some version of Steve fighting. But Eddie does show up. He's like, bro, you ain't about to lay a hand on my boy. Like, you're not about to keep picking on people. It turns out Eddie has hands. One Eddie, hit a quitter. He's just been turning into the man. Last episode, he had a, he had a date with some girls, and in this episode, he got he Eddie turning into the man. Eddie hit him with the one hit a quitter. 
Because his dad Dude. had actually told him most bullies are soft on the inside. They just hard on the outside. If you stand up right. to them, if you're their size or their age, they usually pick on people smaller than them. If you stand up to them, they probably going to back down. That well, that didn't really work. Not cause... what happened. Well, that didn't really, that didn't really work at all. Cause he, he said, "Oh, all right, you know what, Eddie? I'll go ahead and leave your buddy Steve alone. But me and you, we got a problem." And he just swung on him. Eddie said, "Whoop!" Then he closed his eyes, and, and it was just, quick. Just it was quick. I thought they was gonna have like a pushing. Like, I mean, what you want to do? No, nah, he was just like, right. "Oh, for real," and just right. swung on him like, Eddie, oh, like he a boxer or something. Floyd Mayweather, boop, boop. And, so, like, and he just looked at him. He squared out for a little bit, and he was like, "Yeah, you want some more?" Like he was ready. That. Like if you want something else, one hit a quitter. I gotta give Eddie props on that. He was ready. <laughs> he didn't even expect him to swing, but his reflexes was was on it. Yeah, they was they was there. They was. Eddie there. be wearing his pants super duper high though. Back then, I must he touched the shirt because he touched the shirt in. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, he's I... super tall, so that's probably another thing. Long legs. He is super tall. But like Tino said, he had hands. One punch to the gut. He got that good gut punch. You ever got yeah, punched in the stomach? That will take the not. whole wind out of you. I did in like uh, middle school. It would take the whole wind out of your life. And we was just playing. Just <laughs> if you don't have abs. <laughs> if you don't have abs like that, like dude was like, boy was like, mm, I'm going to be out. <laughs> So yeah, he defended Steve. He felt good. His dad, of course, the cop came through to check on him, but he did have to give him space. You know, he wasn't trying yeah, to go yeah. arrest the kids or nothing, but he came through to check on him. He's like, Dad, hey, I did have to fight him, but blah blah blah. His dad was like, I don't want you to think fighting is always the answer, but good job, I love you. Blah blah blah, blah blah blah. blah then he was blah. his hype man for a little bit. Oh yeah, I, ta- I taught you that punch, boy. Da, da, da. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. and there was another thing I forgot about that episode. The other one was. Carl had the opportunity to be on TV. So he had stopped his hold up accidentally. <laughs> he was he stopped a hold up accidentally, so he ended up being on TV. Um I would like to hear that story from Larry. I've done what Carl did. Because he has interesting stories. Like the day he told us that he snuck to his daughter's prom. He might yeah. have, we might have to bring Larry on one day because he <laughs> tends to have funny stories. And he tends stories to stories with Larry. Right. He he tends to have funny stories. And he knows a lot about this series. So, uh, Larry, tell us if you're willing to be a guest on the podcast <laughs> one day. You're hilarious. Um, but, yeah, so Carl, he had an opportunity to be on the news because they thought he was funny. As I said in the yeah. other episode, he still hadn't got it through his head that being yourself works for sitcoms. He still didn't get it. So he had a tryout to be the weather reporter or weather or the traffic traffic reporter i think yep, yep, yep. rachel who usually has a direct something like that yeah yeah rachel's uh oh look there we go he said he will the family matter section look at that we had to bring a man half a show there we go <laughs> tino said stories with larry we give him his own, <laughs> <laughs> own, segment. own stories with larry segment <laughs> but um he still hadn't learned to be himself. He also still hadn't learned that Rachel suggests a lot of bad ideas over yes. the series. And she's like, hey, you can't go to this audition without jokes. So I'm going to write jokes. And we remember how good of a writer, you know, Rachel was with her terrible stories. But <laughs> like, hey, why not? He goes on the audition on live TV with her jokes. And he's horrible. <laughs> and it I... all goes downhill. They try to hand him some stuff to read. Oh, he threw something and hit the anchor lady in the head. Hit her. It was bad. But then 
luckily when he was reading the news, he, he and like his 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 natural instinct just clicked. He'm like, you can't go to that highway. The highway's closed. And then he turned in to the actual Carl, he and did. stuff went good. And he point. got the job. He did. And I thought it was funny back then they didn't use green screen. Or maybe they just didn't do it for the show. Blue oh, screen, yeah, they just screen. had the, the, the pull down. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm writing on this. I hope y'all don't have to use it next week because I'm going to write yeah. on it in permanent work. <laughs> New one every week. Yeah, I'm like, hey, they don't do the little look at a monitor and point to invisible stuff on the screen. Which a lot of us for years didn't even know that's what they did until the news station started showing you kind of how they run. But that was pretty much that episode. Uh, anything else you could think of for that episode? Nah, that was it. I enjoyed him. Pretty good all week right. all around. <laughs> He's laughing at the sitcom lesson, Be Yourself. Yes. Did you see that? <laughs> That's in two back-to-back episodes. Yeah. Everybody tries to not be themselves in the sitcom, and then it just doesn't work out. I just Back-to-back episodes, Carl. Come on. I hope you got the lesson after these two episodes in a row. Please be yourself. As Tino said. Next episode, be yourself. <laughs> We'll see if that's that's what next week's episode is called. But before we get out of here and all get ready to go enjoy the Super Bowl, Super and I'll Bowl. pretend like I've watched any football this week, let's hit that shoe corner, Tino. Oh, let's see what we got over here. I see weekly is Jordans. For the last, what, yeah. three weeks it's been Jordans or four? Yeah, it has. It has These so, are Jordan High. But yeah, so this time we got some Jordan Highs this week. Look at this. I'm getting educated in these streets. Let me show you guys. Retro. Black Jordan High Retro. Yeah, so... I can't see the, okay. t- the tag. There the you camera. go. There we go. Air Jordan yes, Retro. Or Jordan 9s. And these are called the University Gold. So Jordan 9 University Gold. I like them. So these just came out... They are. I want to say, like, a week ago? They're all right. They're all right. So I like them. So like the upper material suede, and then it's well suede all around, and then pretty much this color, this color here is like an oranges, like an oranges yellow. But a lot of people rock with these. Yeah, I like black. So like, if I could go back to a few weeks ago, I would probably get that shoe from that week, like a six, and then to give these a seven. Okay. Oh, you 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 working ahead of me? I didn't ask you the question yet, studio. I'm sorry. So so all right. So if you had to rate these one out of ten, you said you'd give it a what? Seven, like I probably would have took them ones, those ones and other ones. Come on, words, get it together. Those ones that I tried to rate a few weeks ago, the first time we did it, I gave them a seven. I think I'd probably drop those backwards to a six and then give okay. these a seven. Okay, so you'll go six on these. Yeah, and then seven on the black ones. Seven on the black ones. But my favorite ones are the ones from last week, the patent leather. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you said those. I think you gave those a nine. Yeah, I think I gave him a nine. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find you a ten one of these weeks. But I, I like these. I really do like these. So two questions for you: retail on this shoe, and then your resale on this shoe. Bro, this is I, immense. If and it's a men's size nine, if it helps. It should because you told me last week, but I forgot. One seventy, retail. Okay. Wait. Oh, that might have been the girl shoe. I can't remember. I'm just gonna say one seventy and two hundred. Okay, so retail on these. I think I told you this. Retail on you all did. Jordans are $190. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that at first. For all men Jordans, except for Jordan 1s. Jordan 1s are $170. And Jordan and men mids 
are $115. See, this is so where it's all confusing. But, and then but, women's was a whole different price. This, this yeah, is a whole different price point. But for the most point, all you have to do, if like for Jordan releases, men pair, $190. Yeah. So retail needs are $190. And resale is about $230 right now. So it's nothing crazy. But this is a shoe I think will go up to like $250. But a lot of people want them. They just produced a lot of pairs. That's why the price is cheaper. Well, that's cool because those are black. And you can always, you know. Yeah. Winter, black spring, shoes. summer, any yeah, outfit. They're nice. I'd rock them for sure. Yeah, I kind of go with the Fan yeah, Madden yeah. thing. Look at that. Yeah. They're they're definitely nice. I like I like them. Tino, Larry said, you and Tino are the best. Oh, I love this. And is the Hood Stories a real upcoming book? Hood yes. Facts. Tino. So, I will officially start writing the Hood Facts book <laughs> sometime 2021. And it will be released by the end of the year. Just watch out. Now that story... You as all things in Hood Facts book may change by next week. And it may change by midway through the show on any given hey, week. The price may knows? change when it's coming out, may change. Whether it's a real book changes. All these things are, you know, <laughs> if you didn't know what the Hood Facts book was, if this They're is variable. your first week joining us, it's where it's a book of a whole bunch of true things yes. that you might want to look up first before you run with the fact that they're true. Oh, that's fair basically enough. the, the just... but it's it's worth the price of nineteen ninety nine ninety nine. That's what it 99. is this week. Okay, so last week it was yeah. closer to I think like a hundred or thousand dollars. This week it's nineteen ninety nine. That's what you said. Every week it could be anywhere no. from a dollar to a million dollars. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine ninety nine. We had to up the price because I added some new stuff like last week about we'll talk we'll talk about that later. Okay, well, it's, well, it's some good it's, it's some good facts in there though. Y'all be on the lookout. December uh. 2022 we we have it ready i'm glad you got it because some days i don't got it i have it not larry, i'm still larry trying to get it up. i'm just i hold larry on know what's up. i hold on and we add things to the hood facts book from week to week if you watch back some of the replays there are all types of things in the hood facts book <laughs> one of the most important things in the hood facts book from every single week tino yes. is yes every single week we are on here live every Sunday. So we want to tell you guys to go ahead and watch episodes. What are we, what are we on, Studio? We're 19 we are and 20. On, yes. Yeah, For 19 and 20 of Family Matters. Season one. And you, yeah, you can catch that on Hulu. And I think it's the same thing every week. As you guys Good know, facts. 89.9% of you guys have Hulu. And you want to know the reason why. That's because 89.9% of you guys have Sprint. And if you don't have Sprint, you have T-Mobile. And if you don't have T-Mobile, you have Boost. And it's all the same thing. So I'm sure you get Hulu. Therefore, you can watch episodes 19 and 20 next week of Family Matters on Hulu. His percentages go to the point one decimal yes. point. Hood facts. Of course, yes. I'm going to get a sound yes. effect. Or like you got to be 100% correct on that. <laughs> What's your other? I think it's you cannot sue. <laughs> you cannot sue. Yeah, we probably need that one above all. Other hood and facts. Also, what Amazon Prime? Let us know yeah, about that. Also, next week for Amazon Prime, we have what's the show called? We have a different, a different world, world episode, season two, seven and eight, season two. Yep. Yes, yeah, season two, episode seven and eight on Amazon Prime, and I know, like now, this is no question, hundred percent hood fact. 99.9% of the people watching right now have Amazon Prime. Everyone has Amazon Prime. Everyone. If you have Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Prime video. Mm. Therefore, you can catch episodes 7 and 8 of A Different World Season 2 
on Amazon Prime this week to be ready for next Sunday. Now, that part of it is definitely true. If you have Amazon, yeah. you know, you have Amazon Prime. Or if you have Amazon Prime, you have Amazon Prime Video is what I meant to say. That part's definitely true. That um statistic about the percentage, hood facts. But yeah, like Tino said, please continue to check us out. You can subscribe to the Fire One Productions YouTube page. That is where please. every last replay goes. If you're watching us live on Facebook and you say, hey, where does the show go after y'all get done? It disappears. Everything goes over to the Fire One Productions YouTube channel. You can not only see the podcast, you can also check out the Sketch Comedy Studios Bag TA. We have some funny sketches from the Can't Get Rights and Cop Movies Be Like and a bunch of bad TA skits of all forms of Valentine Day. One just went up, so you don't want to miss those sketches. So please head over to the Fire One YouTube page and hit that subscribe button and ring that notification bell. If you're ever on the go and you miss the live streams and you're riding around in your car, you might be at work and you can listen to something but not watch. You can always catch us wherever you find podcasts. That is on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and while you're there, especially on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy the show, please leave us a review. Leave us that five-star review. It always helps us to grow. And as Tino says, all that's absolutely free. Cost nothing yes. to hit that like button. Cost nothing to hit that subscribe button. And it definitely, definitely helps us out. Because making way through the YouTube algorithms and all the different algorithms with all the content out there, please put your vote in for what good content is. And you can help it move up on all those platforms. So we appreciate y'all hanging out with us from week Dude. to week. I think we ended up in a tie. We didn't really get that many votes on the game. Whose team had what? I saw a bunch of people jumped out in and out real quick. So I know they're about to try to check out the game. So I think we ended in a tie. We'll see who ends up winning this game um, today. I have no idea, as I said from before, but you got anything. Tino, before I go, you have like lots of shoe boxes. I was about to close us out, but there are so many oh. shoe boxes right there in your background. Are yeah, you just trying to I'm block the mirror or what's happening? No, I'm going to show you guys this week, but just know this wall is probably like, there's a, I'll give you guys a flash, but there's a lot of shoes. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, there's a lot of shoes over there. Just That's know that. Maybe I'll show you guys shoes. my shoe wall sooner or later. But oh, it'll okay. touch the ceiling soon. I just see it's kind of high. And then the bottom one is yeah. a Yeezy box, right? I'm learning about shoes yeah, every yeah, single yeah. week. Boost is a Yeezy shoe. Yeah, yeah. so that those boxes are actually touching the floor. Then there's like five other rows of shoes that you can't see. So, yeah, so there's a lot of shoes. So if y'all yeah, ever need shoes, shoes, you know, as you don't. Don't rob me. Yeah, well, don't rob him, number one. But number two, he does sell shoes as a reseller. So if you get some go. shoes, you're buying a gift for somebody or any of those things, you're getting them for yourself. If you're looking for a shoe, Tino's probably got it. So definitely hit him up. And yes. with that, Tino, you got anything else? No, I think that'll be everything, studio. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank <laughs> you.